going on? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this is yet another weekly edition of our retro WWE uh, review show. This week, Sunday Night Heat, uh, December 20th, 1998, 22 years ago from the date of this upload. We're going to run through the whole show. A lot of craziness, a lot of actually a lot of good stuff that I saw on the show um, before I get into it. I'm your host. I'm Corey Smith. I'm joined by the main roster mate himself, Mr. Jose Oseguera. He is right over there in the direction of that pen where I'm pointing. There we go. How are you today, sir? Very well. How are you doing? And most importantly, how is everybody out there doing? I hope you guys are doing well. And the year is approaching and we're just getting off of a 1998 uh, rock bottom pay-per-view and a Monday Night Raw. So this is the heat following those episodes. Yeah, I feel like they they're at least taking the sidetrack of Stone Cold Vince right now. Like it's not the number one uh, thing going on for Vince. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The Rock and Mankind are going back and forth. They're taking the sidetrack. They're not going right to Austin Rock right now because, I mean, it's too soon. Don't Austin, pull the trigger. Don't Austin, lose your load before WrestleMania. Yeah, Austin is going to the Royal Rumble. In a couple of weeks, about a month from now. And, he is um, going in number one. Number one, with Vince McMahon coming in number 31. Or 30, sorry. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so let's get into it. Before I do, if you like what you're watching, if you like what you're listening to, please click the thumbs up button below. And if you're not watching on YouTube, then click whatever button below that lets us know you like what you hear. Because it really helps boost the rating of the show, lets more people know about us, and the bigger we get, uh, hey, maybe one day we'll get a budget and we will have uh, better and more shows. So, thank you. Let us know what you think in the comments below, and hit us up on social media on Instagram and Facebook at City Wrestling Radio and Twitter at CWR four and five, and those handles are down below. Uh, let's get right into the show, shall we? Uh, can I first give a quick uh, little, uh, what do you call it? Uh, what, what am I trying to say? I'm trying to promote shout another out. show of ours, and it, it is the CWREs. Oh, my goodness. Time of, uh, time of year again, and it's uh, fast approaching. Uh, the votes have been tabulated, and we have the results for you guys. Well, currently the machine's still tabulating the votes, but next week, the show, you're right. Thank you. I forgot about that. Uh, December 27th, premiering. 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on YouTube. That's right. It's not just getting uploaded. It's a fucking premiere, man. The, the third annual City Wrestling Radio Awards, uh, also known as the CWREs, mm-hmm. next week. And, uh, yeah, we're going to have special guests presenting from other cool Bay Area podcasts. Uh, we're also going to have a bunch of awards, Wrestler of the Year, Tag Team of the Year. And when I say Wrestler of the Year, it's broken down into two categories uh, female wrestler of the year and male wrestler of the year best stable surprise of the year and uh and uh, to this show just so everyone uh, watches this show knows the retro award which is kind of like the lifetime i feel like it's like our version of the lifetime achievement award yeah basically the retro award it, it wasn't voted on by the fans this is somebody who we pick um is somebody who showed, you know, just fucking badassery <laughs> and, and, and all throughout all of our retro shows we watched, you know. And, of course, we only started it a couple months ago. So basically, 1998, Sunday Night Heat and S- SummerSlam, Survivor Series, 
uh, and Rock Bottom, you know? And did we mm-hmm. do another one? Was there another pay-per-view along the way? Oh, I mean, Halloween oh. Havoc. Yeah, yeah. That does get Havoc. counted. It counts. It counts. It counts. So somebody, somebody in the last quarter of 1998 will win that retro award. Check us out at youtube.com slash whatever the code is this week. But hey, subscribe to us. Then you'll know. I already have my winner. You uh, Well, Ty Dillinger. Oh, I thought you meant Ty Dillinger. But none, nonetheless, uh, let's get into it. Um, Sunday Night Heat, December 20th, 1998. Uh, real quick, what did you think of the show overall? You know what? Um, because it's coming off of a pay-per-view and a very jam-packed Monday Night Raw, this is actually pretty good. Um, for Heat, again, we have to change the measuring stick when it comes to Heat because it's not your average show. It's one hour, and it's pretty much a recap of what's been happening lately. So that being said, this is actually a pretty decent show. Yeah, no, I thought this was a really fun show of Sunday Night Heat with a lot of actually pretty good matches and angles. Uh, No Kurt Angle, but a lot of good angles leading into this. I'm actually getting tired, though, again, of Shane McMahon on commentary. Yeah, they brought him back for the second week in a row since uh, about a month off. Yeah, and uh, this is also um, this is starting to be Triple H's push into the main event. Because uh, he had the match on Monday Night Raw, correct, against The Rock, where he got screwed out of the title. He almost won, but right. uh, he got he, he got the screw job, the Vince screw job. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's get into the full show. We kick it off with Kevin Kelly and Shane McMahon giving us, giving us the rundown of the night. But they kind of only uh, tell us that we have Mankind in a quote unquote fatal four way match tonight. Yeah. Uh, but the other three members of that match are Ken Shamrock. The big boss man and The Rock, so Aww. so it's kind of more like a three on one handicap match, um, but we'll get into it when we get into the main event. We kick it off first. Yeah, I, ha- I have some gripes about the main event, but you know we'll get there. <clears throat> yeah, uh, we kick it off with X Pac versus a Tiger Ali Singh. Uh, so apparently, the Brood is on the hunt for Tiger Ali Singh and. For no apparent reason, too. No right? apparent reason, yeah. We got the recap and it never really said why they were they were attacking him. Yeah. I think it's the still time, ladies and gentlemen. The I think the main reason of this match is to establish X Pac's next uh rivalry, I think. Yeah, because it, if it, if it you, is a little program that goes on for a little while. If you listen closely, no, no, I'm not talking about Tiger Ali Singh. No, no, no. With uh X Pox what is Shane, yeah, Shane Shane McMahon. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the, okay, ent- okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. the entire match, I mean, um, I think Shane references like, oh, that European title would look great um, in the corporation's hands. And, and X-Pac, like he- he's always facing a-, a bigger competitor because he's always so small. He's like Gumby. Kept calling him Gumby, I think, for like. Because he's resilient and he snaps back into place yeah. or something like that. Um, let's see. Tiger Ali Singh uh, pounds away on X Pac. X Pac fights back with a series of kicks. Bronco Buster to the X Factor pin. One, two, three. Blink and you'll miss it. Um, I didn't mind this match at all, but you're no, right. No, no, no. Blink and you'll miss it. Uh, X Pac mm-hmm. looked good enough to make Tiger Ali Singh looked good. And I think they kind of evened each other out at that point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, because Tiger, he wasn't that great in the ring, but X Pac was really good. So. You know, talking, he, he made uh, the match look better. Yeah, this is uh, X Pac in his heyday. He's peaking right now, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, then we have the corporation. They're backstage in a team huddle. 
uh, just kind of, you know, talking plans. It's like HBK, Ken Shamrock, and The Rock mm-hmm. all just kind of chatting away. Hello, boys. Yeah. Hello, boys. And then we have a tag team match. Brian Christopher teaming with Kevin Quinn, who's making his return. After. Did I make? Did I miss something on Monday night? What's going on? Well, um, at, as you remember, Kevin Quinn did beat Brian Christopher. Was it Sunday Night Heat or was it the actual Sunday Night Heat, Sunday Night no, Heat Sunday. going into Rock Bottom last week? And uh, now Scotty, well, Scotty Too Hotty, as he's referred to now, mm-hmm. is uh, is injured. So Kevin Quinn, I guess, you know, joined forces with Brian Christopher, and they're a tag team. So the entire match, though. Um, they're just still insinuating on, you know, Scott Taylor and Brian Christopher's relationship. Oh my God. That one part where, uh, Scott Taylor goes, what you think I'm funny? Oh, come on. Yeah. Yeah. No, the entire match. And, um, and there was a part where he's like, what would you, what are you trying to insinuate? And Kevin Kelly, I love him in this because he's actually trying to be like, Hey, nobody's judging you, Scott Taylor. Mm-hmm. We just, we just want to know what I'm like. Okay. Well, let him be. If no one's judging him, let him be. Yeah. But that line, you think I'm funny like that or I'm funny? Wow. Uh, Mark. 90, 98 sensibilities. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Mark Quinn and Matt Hardy start this match because, like I said, Brian Christopher and Kevin Quinn versus the Hardy boys. Around the world, Hurricane Rana to Matt Hardy didn't look that good. Uh, Christopher tossed into the ropes uh, and into Jeff Hardy. Christopher then uh, dances to stop Jeff from attacking. Uh, but Matt hits him from behind. They do a double team maneuver on him. Jeff hits a senton to Quinn when the ref is distracted by Matt Hardy. We have a skull crushing finale to Jeff Hardy by Brian Christopher from behind. Jeff hits Quinn with an awkward looking dropkick while Quinn, uh, sorry, while uh, Jeff, I believe, was coming off the top rope. Yeah, they both came off the top rope. Yeah. Uh, oh, Ooh, but Jeff, Jeff, when he came off the top rope, looked nasty. Oh, no, that's what it was. Quinn was coming off the top rope. Jeff gave him a weird looking uh, drop kick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Christopher then hits uh, the knees. Uh, he gets his knees up for a moonsault by Matt Hardy. Jeff gets on the top rope, goes for uh, what looks like a reverse 450 splash. Yeah. And Brian Christopher dodges. Quinn. And he ate some canvas on that one, too. Jeff Hardy. Oh, yeah. Uh, Quinn, he, he came in face and shoulder first. I, you know, they're paying their dues. Uh, Quinn hits uh, Jeff with a Tazplex, uh, knocking him out, knocking him down for Brian Christopher to hit the leg drop off the top rope. Pin one, two, three. I thought this was a really good match. Yeah, it was. It was really. Good. It was pretty good. Uh, Brian Christopher held his own. I think uh, this is probably my favorite match on Sunday Night Heat in the past nineteen, twenty weeks. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> wow. This is probably my favorite match on Sunday Night Heat so far. I'm not counting pay-per-views. Uh, okay. Uh, but Sunday Night Heat, yeah, I think these. this is my favorite match. Uh, these All these guys can work, even Christopher, who didn't do anything crazy, uh, but he knew his limits, and he didn't do anything above that. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's getting the hyena over. Like, uh, if you can't do, you know, a level five thing, just stick to your level threes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do, your moves. Do a perfect- do a perfect leg, leg drop off the second rope every time, and I'm I'm hooked. Yeah. Um. So you know they uh, they celebrate afterwards, Christopher and um and Taylor hug because they're best friends. You know they're giving the people what they want. Yeah. Uh, then we have mankind in his boiler room promo. He said he's not afraid of a three on one situation. He's looking, uh, he because he's looking for the boom of the week, the rewind of the week, the smack of the night. Uh, yeah, mankind is always he's very um he's one of the few people that like actually gets comedy 
You know what I mean? Yes, yes. Because yes. um, every time anyone else tries to be funny on like on TV, those like in 1998, mm-hmm. unless you're The Rock just talking shit to somebody, even The Rock looking back, I'm like, it's not that funny. He, yeah, Triple H too. No, not that. Oh funny. no, not at all. Triple H is really bad, actually. Mm-hmm. Triple H just like comes out with dad jokes, like before. It's very forced, yeah. Yeah. And Mick Foley knows that it's a blue era, and even though he can go blue, he just he doesn't need to go that route. Yeah. He just knows what's funny and just goes the funny yeah. route instead. Uh, then we have Al Snow versus Draws. Uh, I can't wait for this. And <laughs> both men brawl back and forth. Animal just leaves ringside after coming out with draws. I'm just <laughs> like, too. why? Me too, Animal. Me too. I'm like, why did you even bother, dude? Like, he should have just been like, duh, draws. You got this one. It's fine. Yeah, no, dude. he got there. And he went. <sighs> we get a we get a massive clothesline to draws by snow, and then Hawk appears. He's walking down the ramp. Hawk's arm is in a cast up to his shoulder, and it's signed. <laughs> so it's real. <laughs> I, I I was looking at that. I was like, that shit's so nineties. Because yeah. <laughs> like all the signatures were the same. Yeah. Nowadays, like you don't get casts like that. You know what I mean? You don't get those hard casts anymore. I never got one of the, I always wanted one. I always see people with like a cast and you'd sign it and be like, mm-hmm. thanks, man. You signed my cast. Yeah. Knock on wood. I've never had to rock one of those either. Yeah. Uh, well, they don't, you don't get them now. You get like these weirdly get like just better slings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Splints. Uh, like I said, uh, Hawk gets on the apron, hits draws with the cast right in front of Earl Hebner. But like Hebner, <laughs> I like how he like he sees it and he's like, oh, wait, I'm supposed to be looking the other way. Oh, wait, what happened? Because he, he was in clear view of it. Um, Snowplow to draws, pin, win. Uh, for a minute, though, for the minute that these two guys went back and forth, they looked all right. Um, I'm glad we're finally getting rid of draws and LOD because, yeah. I mean, he's good. He's a good wrestler. Don't get me wrong. But that it, ho- the face paint was off putting and him, I don't know. The whole thing was just not, you know, it never settled with me right. Yeah. Uh, Hawk gets on the mic and says, Draws, tomorrow night is the beginning of the end, and I'm going to tell the world about our little secrets. And I didn't see The Rock coming up, but uh, spoiler alert, I did see the heat coming up after this. There's yeah. no mention of it. No, 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 I don't no. know what happens. Uh, well, I, I mean, I know what happens. This is when uh, we find out Draws was uh, Hawk's dealer. <laughs> His drug dealer. I, I don't remember that. Yeah, so he Jesus he, he called must have blocked it out of my. Uh, he called him his pusher, and then he then he eventually admits to pushing him off of the top. Okay. Ladies and, and gentlemen, I'll be watching Monday Night Raw from eleven twenty one tonight. Jesus Christ! No, uh, no, twelve twenty one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Headbangers versus the Oddities are next because <laughs> you need you needed more time in the bathroom to look at your cell phone. Uh, so the oddities, they come out with a giant Christmas present. Uh, and uh, Dude, did you notice that weird audio issue? Remember I was talking about it last week? What? How during the pay, I think it was during the pay-per-view, the audio was matching up now. Like yeah. the announcers matched up with the new music. Yeah, yeah. But this week, it was like everything was swimming underwater. Well, that's... The announcers... <laughs> yeah, they're, du- they're dubbing over it. That's why. It sounded horrific. Yeah. And then when the music stopped, that's when the audio came right back into normal. So, yeah, they're still using the old uh, ICP music 
on this show. Which is really weird if you think about the whole situation with ICP leaving and um, like even they like had a feud mm-hmm. with the ICP and then they're coming out, you know, for ICP singing their, I don't know. It doesn't make sense no. to me. One or the other is like, no, we are not releasing these tracks on our old network. Or, no, we are not allowing you to use our tracks on your old network. Yeah, well, they don't want to pay the royalties. That's what it is. Or ICP doesn't want to release the catalog. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's see, where was I? I was in this epic match. Let's see. Yeah, so they have a Christmas gift rolling down the ramp. Uh, headbangers open the present on the outside. It's George the Animal Steel because... What? <laughs> uh, I definitely remember this. Uh, he goes after the headbangers. It's a DQ, I guess, because mm-hmm. George the Animal Steel's there, and uh, he bites on the turnbuckle, and uh, he he's now an oddity. I I mean, he does fit in the oddities. Don't get me wrong. He does. He does. If he plays like the old, like the old carny that's just still around, like mm-hmm. I've been here for, I've been the strong man here for years. Well, you know, he's always been like the monkey man, the animal. Yeah, steel. He's George so, the Animal Steel. He's still the animal. Yeah. Uh, next up we have, I don't know why I wrote this down. DX is walking. I think they're just walking backstage. I don't know why yeah. I wrote that down. I felt like it was important to tell you guys. Well, that was, you know, throughout the show. That's how we go into break. Yeah. By watching people either walk in or walk out. Yeah. So what happened? I was talking earlier about Triple H getting screwed because we're in the WWF rewind of the week sponsored by what is it this week? Like lugs probably uh, or like um, <laughs> Sam Goody. No, Lids is not around yet. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're Macy's. Right. Get your hip-hop clothing at Macy's. Um, the new Bobbit toy. Bobbit Jr. Yeah. with little plugs. Oh, no, Glover. It was Glover. Glover. Gotta <laughs> love the glove. Uh, so, Test, that's what it was. Is Test made his... Uh, it test, test, this is a test. Uh, he made his debut on Raw the week before, screwing Triple H out of the WWE title. When you think about it, it is good symmetry because Tess screws Triple H out of the title. Eventually, Tess turns face, almost gets married to Stephanie. Triple H steals her away, forces her to get married. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's yeah. long-term storytelling. I like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, DX. And for some reason, he was DX's bodyguard. For how long? Test? Yeah, they, they mentioned that on the show. They were no. He, he was Motley Crue's bodyguard. He was Motley Crue and DX drafted him, or not drafted him, but they picked him up to be their bodyguard. And all of a sudden, he turns on Triple H. You don't remember that? Maybe, maybe like show. earlier in the night on that, on that Raw or something. I don't remember. remember I didn't hear before, that. Yeah, because he, did, he didn't show up on Heat last week. So yeah, yeah, no. Uh-huh. Raw the week before is when he debuted. So okay, so it, they did. They just didn't mention it on Heat. Yeah, I mean, like, if he was DX bodyguard, then he would have had, it would just have been like, oh, DX brought him in, this is our new guy, and then he turns, like, at the end of the night. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And, and it's feasible, you know, he got he got his regular salary of $300 an hour, and then Vince goes, hey, Tust, how would you like to join us for 3000 an hour? So, All right, yeah. bro. Uh, so t- DX cuts an in-ring promo. Uh, Billy Gunn gets on the mic, he says, Corporation... I don't know how you can be so comfortable with our titles because you had a little help. And I mean a little help. Shawn Michaels, you can only hide behind that commissioner position for so long until I jerk a knot in your ass. What? 
<laughs> what is he talking Until about? Until I Blake, jerk a knot in your ass, he says. Okay, but it gets even better when Jesse James says. He says, uh, you see, he's going to jerk a knot in it, and I'm going to put my foot in it. <laughs> oh, my God, you guys. He says, what were you saying? As far as uh, Boss Hog and Ham Hawk, you boys stole our gold, and now it's time to whoop your tough ass. <laughs> And now it's time to whoop your tough ass. Uh, okay. I mean, first you started with jerking knots in people's asses, and then sticking feet up in man's ass. And now you're going to... Something's going on with you guys and asses that I just don't understand. Well, Billy Gunn, it makes sense. He's an ass man. Yeah, sure. But Road Dog, I mean... And then Triple H is I like mooning every week. Yeah. <laughs> like, guys, it's okay. Just come out and say it, man. Uh, so speaking of Triple H, he says, Rocka. He goes, how many times do I have to whoop your ass before that title is mine? And as as far as test, tests are like just like rules. And you know how DX is with rules. You make them, we break them. And this is good too. I wish that was on a TV show. Because nowadays that would be on a shirt. You know what I mean? Yeah. DX, rules, uh, rules. You make them, we break them. You know yeah. what I mean? Then, who, who do you, so fucking cheesy. <laughs> he says something too like uh if you don't get out of my way i'm gonna take you out of my way uh, yeah triple h sucks dude the line point. there buddy out comes the rock and test uh rock says uh billy gunn he goes he goes you're just jealous of the rock and uh, billy gunn legit just starts cracking up mm. i don't know if billy gunn had a problem with the rock at the time but he legit was just like I don't know. I got this feeling of like legit heat between the two guys. Yeah, they'll take it easy, kid. That's what it felt like to me. Uh, he says, Road Dog, you're one of the, the biggest pieces of walking trailer park trash. Uh, and yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Triple H. I know. He goes, Triple H, you and The Rock have gone toe to toe, and uh, you're a firm example of a guy who looks like Tarzan and wrestles like Jane. Okay. All right, Rock. <laughs> I, I kind of giggled. Uh, uh, and then uh, Triple H says, uh, Rock, the taste in your mouth is D's nuts. I, I, I didn't get that. Why did Triple H say that? It's because the D's nuts joke was wild back then. Okay. He goes, Rock, and then he says, oh, God, I, I don't want to even repeat this. He goes, no matter what, uh, when you bring your monkey ass down here, I'll beat it each and every time. And it, I don't know. It was one of those things when I heard it, I was like, Triple H, you probably shouldn't be calling the Rock a, like like that saying monkeys ass to like I don't know I know the Rock said it a bunch of mm -hmm. times, um, but a white man telling a person of color a man who's half black, you mm -hmm. know like it, it left a weird left yeah uh, uh, this is the face I made when uh, I saw it it was yeah yeah I'm not gonna attribute it I'm not gonna give it. I don't think it Wait, was. I don't want to. Okay, I'm. Uh, I'm not putting blame on anyone, but it feels. Oh, it feels. <laughs> okay, I want to predicate that. It feels almost like the Rock's promo. It kind of makes. It, it's very influential. Yeah, and he could have fallen victim to the, the wave of the rocks promo you know what i mean i mean like he i felt he almost imitated him by saying that i know i know i like i know i know i, but, I know, you know he was it's, just it's, it's unforgivable you should you should be it's just like when uh, if if the rock looked at stone cold and be like and the rock says that's the bottom line because the rock says so you know yeah yeah, 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 yeah exactly. i just i don't know 2020 looking back on 1998 that's all 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Looking on it, and, and I, I really don't want to give Triple H from you know uh, an excuse or an out. But then, but then I think about like Booker T and Triple H. You know, yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I know, like he didn't say this to be like racist or throw anything at the rock like that. It just came across weird to me. Hmm. So. So yeah, we could also say that about Vince when he dropped the N bomb to John Cena. Yes. And the, the, the Booker was like, I know he didn't just say that. Maybe Booker should have said, you know what, boss? It's not a good idea. Says, what the fuck was that, Vince? <laughs> yeah. Uh, next up, we have the New Age Outlaws versus DOA with a referee, Teddy Long, officiating this match. Uh, eight- you mean the American Badass prototypes? Uh, yes, the, the American Badasses. Uh, so eight ball, eight ball, and Road Dog start this match. Uh, they got a lot of back and forth. I mean, it was it was a nothing. I'm not even gonna go through it. Uh, Ellering uh, gets involved. Uh, Billy Gunn pins eight ball, and yeah. DOA beat up on Paul Ellering after the match. Yeah, so much confusion, no rhythm. There was a botch on that double head, but you know when you do the double head thing, like, mm. yeah, they botched that. How do you do that? Yeah, I was actually hoping that. Um, when they were beating up on Paul Ellering, LOD would have run down, or or like at least Animal would have run down. And let me or read Hawk. To you, let me, let me read to you what my notes say. Now I'm writing my notes as I'm watching the episode. Uh, DOA turn on Paul. Q LOD three thousand. No, no missed opportunity. Yeah. Save for Monday. Maybe maybe he'll get beat down again. But you know we don't watch Monday, so we don't know. I think they're fucking getting rid of DOA. Is what I think's going on. <laughs> that too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we get a fatal four-way match. Which... Okay, okay. Put on the brakes. Put on the brakes. Fatal four-ways usually involve all four in the ring at the same time. Am I missing something here? I was Am I actually, right? Am I, wrong? I was just about to say that. Yeah, no. So this fatal four-way match is really strange because it's a singles match, but at the same time, people are tagging in and out. It's like a tag team fatal four-way, right? Yeah, 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 but yeah, like so each man is in a corner, two men are in the ring. It's just weird to me Um, because, yeah, like you said, I mean, I'm under the impression that fatal four ways in a fatal four. Oh, here we go. I got the rules in a fatal four way match in a fatal four way rules. The first man to claim the pinfall or submission will be declared the winner. Okay, we know that. I knew that already. Thanks. Bleacher report (laughs) didn't do anything for me. Uh yeah no so <clears throat> I don't know it so was that's dumb the only rule according to Bleacher Report we are also well no I mean there's a bunch of other things but I don't, oh, okay, don't want to okay. dig but for still, it on yeah, there yeah 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 no the, it, it a four way is all yeah. four men involved at the same time unless it's a four way tag and the first person yeah the first person to get the pinfall or submission wins mm-hmm. and uh like a battle royal like there could be a four man battle royal but that's mm-hmm. just like either elimin- that's elimination rules. Yeah. So um I was always partial to choosing Battle Royal when I played the game than Fatal Four Way. <laughs> yeah. It was always easier. Yeah. And oh and Fatal Four Way is no DQ as well, right? I mean it should be. Uh, well, yeah, I mean if it's one pinfall to a to a finish, then you would think so because how are they gonna DQ? I mean I guess they could give the winner to the person who got hit. But it's not fair, to, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's not fair to the, the other people. Uh, Battle yeah. Royal, yeah, you can get DQ'd, but why? Yeah, yeah. Uh, back and forth between, I believe, 
uh, was it The Rock and Mankind that started the match? Mm-hmm. Uh, boss Man tags in Shamrock. Test and Vince are watching backstage. Uh, eventually, Mankind locks the Mandible Claw on Boss Man, but Rock trips up the Mankind. Out comes Vince and Test. That's when we have... Of course. We have a snap DDT to Mankind. Boss Man grabs the chair. Rock bottom Mankind on the chair. We have the corporate elbow to Mankind. Really out of position, too. Yeah. Hard uh, camel's over here. And this is... Yeah, this is before they were like, no, you have to hit it right here looking this mm-hmm. way every time you have to have shoulder pads on because he'd had no shoulder pads to throw out in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Rock gets the pin in the win, like I said, after hitting the snap DDT on the chair, the rock bottom, or the rock bottom of Mankind on the chair and the people's elbow. Uh, there was too much shit happening in this match. It wasn't the worst match I've ever seen on Heat, but it, it was too much stuff going on. Yeah, you know, they could have just fast-forwarded through everything and just had everybody just beat up on Mankind right there and then at the beginning of the match with no repercussion. Yeah. You know, one, two, three, get the win, and then you finish as you did anyway yeah with Vince pulling out the corporate sock <laughs> okay so yeah after the match they all beat up on mankind Vince gets in the ring uh with he pulls a sock out of his pants it's like a clean pristine it's like a black sock with like like with like white dots over it. I'm like it's like felt cut out I'm like is it is, I'm like is this a black face socko right here is this socko wearing black face <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Um, no, I, I am kidding. It wasn't, it was just a black sock with, um, white dots for eyes. Uh, he puts the mandible claw on mankind. DX runs down. Oh, that for was this. the lamest mandible claw ever, right? Yeah. He's just like, <laughs> so then DX runs down for the save and, uh, yeah, we continue the feud between the corporation and DX, um, mankind and the rock. Sako and Blocko. I don't know what Vince's. <laughs> I, I, we never got a name for Vince's sock. It was the corporate Sako. It, it would be Corplaco. Yeah, Corplaco. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Corporate. No, that that's, that sounds. That, that I don't think Vince would name anything corporate. <laughs> no, Corplaco. Well, that was Sunday Night Heat. Uh, what did you think of the show overall? Decent. It, it was. Yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah. For heat, it was you know an, a B plus for heat. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think it was uh, it was one of those shows that you know it had it had its ups and downs, but at the same time, you know it really I don't know. So like I said, some good wrestling, some you know that tag match probably had the best match on heat I've seen all year. Yeah, the DOA turn that was huge <laughs> for heat. Yeah, um, definitely. Uh, and uh, we, we see the beginning of uh, Shane and X-Pac, and, you know, Shane was just talking shit to X-Pac. That's how it all started. Yeah. Just Shane. Hawk coming back with the cast. That was a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. You know. All right. I think that about does it here for us here today. We're going to get out of here. Like you said earlier, guys, don't miss the third annual City Wrestling Radio Awards. December 27th, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern, and... I don't know, figure out the rest from where you live, uh, premiering on YouTube. If you want to be notified and count down to the show, uh, subscribe to us. Uh, click the subscribe, the notify button, and it'll let you know when we are about to go live for the City Wrestling Radio Awards. We're going to get out of here. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you later. Goodbye.